just you get to choose. Like here's here's the scenario: the the environment gives us something which can be perceived as negative, can be perceived as not working, can be perceived as problematic. The world's ending. So we get to choose to see it like that, or we get to see choose to see it as an opportunity. So clearly, that it's my responsibility now to do that for other people. If I have information, and you know, other people's success is my success, and vice versa. Because you know what, like the challenges or the roadblocks are the journey themselves. There's no big things. It's all little things compounding on top of each other. I don't know. I almost. I almost just asked you, hey, what topic haven't we covered yet? That's just silly, right? Because we've covered them all. Uh, all the topics? All the topics. In the world? Ever created that existed. At least the success principles. So we're just looking for a nuanced, new conversation about something that we already know about. What, what, is, the, what is the overall topics that we do cover? Like What... what... Success principles is what we cover. For me, like that's all the that's all the principles. Again, why I I do what I do is I, I thought like where can I go a place which is most useful to everything. I was listening to something the other day talking about education and what we should teach children or teaching schools, and it, the their the thought was it shouldn't be anything in particular. It should only be to teach people how to learn. Mm. And then they can take that and use it for whatever they particularly want to learn. And um, interesting to me today to think about, I think, because that's how I think about what we do. Once you understand those success principles, and you call them that, or you could like journey of personal development or like how to be uh, health, how to be intentional with your life and focus on the most important parts are, I believe once you know that, then you can go anywhere. So today I was working with someone who was a, was like a value add for a, for a client, someone work for him and we we're just doing some goal setting and just typical goal setting. I asked him at the end of the year, give me, he gave me five things, rattled off five things and three of them, no chances getting those this year. Not because, he's not capable but because there were language and set up in a certain way that didn't even didn't even weren't even time bound in the way that i'd asked him to time bound it mm. and so i think those things are so important again it's just giving people the ability to win whatever their chosen field is i feel like that's what we do mm. yeah so what comes through for me is clarity and that's such a big, we, we had that a number of times. Clarity is king. Clarity is power, right? Because once we have that, then we were, we're setting our course or our boat for a course of uh, travel with a, an actual destination in mind. So we don't just, there's a, a whim on a wave and we'll end up in some random island shipwreck somewhere and everybody not, not very happy about that, whoever's on that ship. Um, I think it's interesting that when we do that exercise and identify those goals pretty quickly, we can identify them with people with ourselves. Right. But for whatever reason, you know, this is why we love coaching so much. People don't, people mm. don't do it. They don't think about it. They don't sit down and write it. They don't carve out the time to be strategic about what they actually want. Um, so there's the value right there. And then it's just the articulation or the tweaking or the, um, the part 
that gets people excited about you know changing from an original idea of something they think they want to something that they're totally dedicated to getting no matter what and there's something magical about that about that about that process about that conversation about that exercise uh that i like to think about i like to i like to wonder about that i like to wonder what that is so so if i got it it's the first part is that it, it's fascinating that's why we love what we're doing because it's easy to see in others right and we've done it so many times now it's even easier for us but people can do this intuitively anyway what's the difference between us and someone doing it intuitively it's like well we do it very intentionally and a lot and we've got some very specific parameters around how we do it to drive results the best for sure and so that, that's what's the fun part but then then you went and say okay well but people don't do it right and that, that's the big key part it's like people don't do it they don't do the work or at least consistency with the work and it's something that a client just repeated to me that I often say, she said, when we started, you say that we work together every week, that you can have a bad week, you can lose a week, but that's all it's going to be. You're not going to wake up and it's going to be six months, a year, decade down the line. So we're checking in every week. Mm. So, so people don't want to do work. And that not only do they not want to do the work, or they not they don't want to, they don't. They don't. <laughs> and then they can't see anyway, so they don't. And they can't see it because they don't, and they don't because they can't see. But then it's taking that, showing them, going through the work, doing it. And then I think the last part is then moving to something that they get excited about. Is that what you meant? Is that what your intention was there? Yeah. Um, I wrote down like five or six things there when you said – you know why people don't don't do it like procrastination, apathy, depression, distraction, laziness. Uh, part of me wants to understand why I, why I can't or don't or haven't done some of those things, and I can get caught up in that, right? I don't think we need to know the explanation for it, but um, they don't. I wrote that down and underlined it. They they don't they don't do it. They just don't do it. Um, so yes, uh, to answer your question, that and and I think once you do it. You get to that point. So you can't see or get to that excitement piece right away, which is maybe part of what prevents people from doing it. It's the iterative process that uh, leads to that more exciting end result. But yes, to confirm what, what your question was, the answer is yes. It's, it's the same as reminders. We've got always go through the process. The game is not to go, oh, I know the fun bits at the end just go to the end. You can get quicker through the process. Quick, you can get deeper quicker, but you still need to go through. So here's here's a visual that that just came to me in the line last coaching call. Is the so the concept here is the deeper, the more important, or the bigger impact or outcome you're trying to get to, the bigger the bigger goal and harvest you're trying to get to, the more important the activity is to get there. Obviously. But there's more of a delay the bigger the output that you want. So if you're if your lead, like things you do every day, are like they take ten seconds and you need to do ten thousand of them to get your result. You haven't got to do much deep thinking on those leads. You'll discover them pretty quickly, just bang them out, bang, 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 bang. So you can get to doing that work pretty quick. When it's something that you're having trying to have a huge impact on, 
the, the deep thinking that you need to get to to figure out what the activity is or the next step requires a lot more time. So, so I thought deep thinking, think about an ocean. So like if you're in a submarine, some sort of immersible, you might have to go down like 200 feet just to get to the depth where you can start to do the thinking. Mm. But if you're constantly getting pulled back out by distraction or other people taking your time, you're constantly going back in, back into the ocean, back into the ocean, but you might not even get down to the depth that you need to be to even think about the things that are most important because you're just getting pulled out. So it might be that you're in the ocean for a long time, but if you're getting pulled out, it's like, well, you've been in the ocean for four hours. It's like, yeah, but I only reached the depth that I need to get to twice, and it was for a total of three minutes. Hmm. I need to get there, and I need to be there for at least an hour and a half to see what the hell was going on, to get the lay of the land. The deep immersive experience of thinking is really important. I often, when I go to go see my wife's family in Deland, Florida, I've been there a ton of times, which I've shared with you loads of times but every time i go there i'm always asking for how do you get to places i always end up driving them when i'm there i've been to these places tens of times but i've never been there longer than like a couple of days at a time so i've never been there long enough which like, like the patterns of where everything goes really fits in i've got the right geography just haven't got it so i just haven't got enough immersive experience to get to the enough like critical mass where i can know where things are i haven't got enough deep thinking time on it and so it's the immersion of it. And if we're not getting to the depth, then we can't immerse ourselves. That makes a lot of sense. Um, that's why like accountability partners or groups are important because it, it you're kind of rigging the game there to be able to get to, to that immersion. Is it, is it harder to get to the immersion by yourself? Because we, because why we let ourselves out the hook distractions. Why, what is that? So I think the mechanism here is to go you need to get deep to do deep work, no matter what. The situation, the practice, and the group, so essentially the environment, can help you get deeper quicker and protect you whilst you're on the way down. So by yourself, unpracticed first time you're doing something, to get to that 200 feet might take you like an hour just to get to the right depth before you can start. But if you practice it, like you, maybe you can get there in 30 minutes. And if you've got a group setting, as you enter the group setting, the parameters of what that group is allows you to get there in 10 minutes. Mm. So the, the time it takes to, to warm up and start playing, like, start exploring is minimized. So that's the immersion part of it. I think that's what you can speed up. The time at that depth, I don't know if you can speed it up or not. Maybe. But the point is it doesn't matter because we're optimized for getting there. Mm. So if you want a group of people that have the same defined outcome and want to do the same work which you trust respect and can be vulnerable around then you can essentially get to that place like you can be lowering yourself down the ocean but instead of like looking up and going i'm okay you can't take it take it down another couple of feet he's like i know everyone's got my back makes a lot of sense so yeah so that's just getting down there and then we could talk about a whole another conversation about once you're there how to observe practice get deep with the thoughts so that you're that's the excitement part right that's where it comes in i think once we get there then it then it becomes easier as we go it's almost like an exponential return like a j curve we get there and then it, it just 
we get to that place of excitement. That's what I want. That's that's my commitment yeah. this week. I'm gonna do that. All right. All right. All right. So so give me the specific takeaway on that coach as it pertains to getting to that excitement, Jacob. Yeah, so the one thing I wrote down in the last couple of seconds was um, you know, you just use this as a hypothetical example, but if you if you need an hour to get deep, I don't know. A lot of people pr- would probably tell you they don't have an hour. They don't have an hour in their schedule. They can't make the commitment. Uh, I'm going to block off some time to get uh, more significant. I'm not giving myself enough time to get to the depth that I need. And when I get there, I'm pulling it back out too quickly. So it might just be a, a bigger block of time where I don't, I commit to not addressing any distractions and I do the deep work there and see what happens. Yeah. And I will, I will report back. <laughs> Love that. Hold you to that coach. That's it. Like trust that the outcomes will appear if you stay in the space long enough. Yes. Awesome stuff. All right, coach. Coach. Good stuff. Yeah. See you next time. See ya. Thank you for watching another episode of Truth Seekers. We appreciate your interaction. So please comment, like, subscribe to YouTube, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more, check out some of our links. Links to our masterclass, The Achiever's Mindset, and come join our LinkedIn group. And what do you want to see more of? Remember, we're here to share the simple secrets of successful. So help us do that. What do you want to see? What do you want to see more of? Thanks, and see you again next time.